This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. And today we are going to be diving in to look at the mental toughness marker of approach motivation. So again, here in season four, we are really diving into this whole concept of mental toughness. What does it mean? What does it look like? How can I grow and develop it in my life? And we are working through the mental toughness model that my colleagues, Dr. Rick McGuire, and Dr. Pat Ivey and I developed several years ago when we were all working together at the University of Missouri. Um, and fun fact, I know I mentioned this earlier, but there will be a training DVD um, coming out here in the next couple months. So when we get a release date set, I will for sure let you know uh, because I think it'll be a great resource for your team or your organization. It's it's pretty tailored towards the athletic space, but I think is good insight on everyone or, or for everyone. And this podcast is really a good overview of each of the elements that we'll be talking about in, in the training video, but again, just sort of a, a taste and a teaser because I wanted to come with you on this journey together, but have the episodes be a little bit shorter and tighter and more condensed and a little bit more power punch for you. I know we all live incredibly busy lives, and so hopefully this is just a good sort of jolt for you on Mondays to get focused and get thinking about how you're thinking about things and um, teach you and give you some strategies to really think right in how you approach life, your relationships, etc. Because again, here at the Selking Performance Group, we're all about working with individuals from the locker room to the boardroom, so from the sports space to the business space, helping individuals, teams, and organizations really understand mindset and leadership to help unleash performance excellence. And so, you know, with that, again, we are working through this model where we are in tier one of the model, which is all about motivation and looking at the different mental toughness markers. So again, a marker is is something that indicates, is an indication that something is there, right? So if we have, if you see somebody that has approach motivation, which we'll talk about what the heck that even means in just a second, um, then that should be an indication that, hey, that person might be mentally tough, right? Now we're, we're looking at a whole model here and all these different mental toughness markers. So it gets really powerful when you have an individual that has each one of these markers. But again, we have to identify it first, understand what it is, and then really seek to build it. And so again, today we're diving into approach motivation. And I love this because you know we're celebrating Labor Day today. So happy Labor Day to, to everybody out there and and thinking about you know the importance of work and, and how we show up and deliver every day. And let's think about that then in terms of approach motivation, right? So what is that? Again, we're looking at motivation on spectrum. So we started with looking at intrinsic to extrinsic motivation as really the source of the reward for what you do. Um, Then we moved into internal to external on on a spectrum where that's really the source of the driver, what drives you to do what you do. And then now we're looking at approach to avoidance. So we're thinking about motivation on that spectrum, um, where this is really looking at what's the direction of your action. Are you approaching work, meetings, um, 
execute moments of execution, right? Where, where you actually have your deliverables. And again, think about this in the sports space, the business space, or whatever it is your space is. Uh, maybe, maybe you're a stay at home mom or dad, you know, are you approaching uh, getting up in the middle of the night with, with a heart to love and to grow and to be there to comfort, you know, your, your baby, if they're screaming in the middle of the night, or are you just, if, are you doing that to avoid having to listen to them cry more right now? Now the reality of it is there's a little bit all, all mixed on that continuum, right? But are you approaching practice to get better or are you going to practice to avoid getting in trouble, right? Are you approaching um, sharing your thoughts at a board meeting to help the team get better or are you keeping quiet so, to avoid being humiliated by one of the leaders in your organization? So we have to we have to really you know think about how are we showing up every day? What is what is directing our action? Is it an approach to get better, to learn, to grow, to contribute, or is it a, a more of an avoidance, a fear that is holding us back that we want to avoid pain or discomfort or displeasure, um, and that's really what's motivating us to do what we do? Just like we've talked about with all of our other types of motivations. One end of the spectrum uh, approach, right, is more healthy, right, is longer lasting, most enduring type of motivation. But on the flip side, it doesn't necessarily mean that avoidance is bad, right? You know, I share a lot of examples of when I was playing soccer at Notre Dame, and you do show up early morning to avoid making the entire team have to do extra workouts, right? That's a healthy, I mean, that's a thing, but that can't be my overarching driving motivation for showing up at 5 a.m. for a workout, right? It has to be so that I can approach getting better. Now, maybe the initial thing that gets my butt out of bed on a cold winter morning in South Bend, Indiana was the thought of avoiding having my entire team have to do extra workout because of me. Um, but as I get closer and closer to the workout facility, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm getting my mind right, getting ready here to grow and to get better this morning as an athlete, right? And as a competitor. And so again, Avoidance motivation isn't necessarily bad unless it dominates how you show up and experience life. I mean, there's somebody listening right now that you are realizing and recognizing that, wow, a lot of what I do is to avoid humiliation, right? Or judgment or discomfort or displeasure. And how taxing is that? I mean, that's, a, that's an exhausting place to live, isn't it? I mean, that's exhausting when you're always thinking about just things you have to avoid to, to maybe uphold some sort of image that you might have. And listen, guys, that's why in, in, in the first episode, right, we talked about, listen, mental toughness, a huge part of that is, a, is an understanding of yourself and a grounded sense of self-identity. And that's, that's going to keep showing up as we go through this journey together. But, but this approach and avoidance starts with having a clear understanding of who you are, which is why I ask the question to people when thinking about approach or avoidance motivation is, how do you want to be known? How do you want to be known by the people around you? I know um, in some of our previous seasons, we talked about like, how do you want to be remembered, right? So when you leave an organization, how do you want to be remembered? And thinking about that in terms of a legacy plaque. Now I want you to think about that in the context of like now, like right now, how do you want to be known by the people that you intersect with every single day. 
Because we're not talking about becoming mentally tough, right? Or one day in the future, we're talking about the title of this season is Be Mentally Tough, which means right here, right now, being on a day-to-day basis. Listen, we are human beings. We're not human doings, which means we don't just do things in our lives, right? We're not human past existence. We're we're being every day, every moment by moment. So how do you want to be known by the people around you right here, right now, at every moment of your intersection? Think about that question. Because again, that's going to shift. And are you thinking about maybe you're approaching situations in life in in a different way? You know, I want to be known as courageous. Well, that means I have to take courageous action now and approach opportunities and situations to to be courageous, not to avoid humiliation. So do we see how just by asking that question, it can help us to think about and consider this spectrum of where am I on approach to avoidance and how might I edge towards approaching life with a desire, with an intensity, with a purpose that far exceeds right? The things that I'm trying to avoid in this life, because again, that's exhausting. You're going to wear yourself out. Life isn't going to be as enjoyment, as enjoyable as it could be. And that doesn't mean that we all live happy, healthy, uh, you know, ideal lives. That's not what I'm talking about. Like mental toughness is about being strong when it's really freaking hard. And that's the life that we're all in right now. And everybody's in a different sort of phase or context of that. But be mentally tough, right, is about approaching life, about taking pain on, right, and bearing it, and knowing that on the other side of pain is reward, is growth, is freedom. So if we think about, you know, how might I, how would I go about destroying approach motivation for myself or for others? And then how might I go about building approach motivation? Okay, so let's talk, let's think about those two things. I'm going to give you two things on how you could destroy approach motivation in your team because they're just really prevalent, I think, and I want to highlight them. The first is be moody and inconsistent with how you communicate, treat your people, and interact with them on a day to day basis. If you want to destroy approach motivation in your people, be moody, be all over the place. Because what does that mean? Your people are showing up, just figuring out how am I going to get through? Who am I going to get today? What is he or she going to be like today? And then I just got to avoid the, the negative repercussions that might come with it. That is exhausting for your people. And that's a surefire way to destroy approach motivation in them. The other way, right, that I see a lot of leaders or coaches or parents even do, right, is demean or humiliate team members in front of others. We see this a lot, you know, with um, with high school boys a lot, you know, and, and coaches and leaders. We, we work with a superintendent um, out in the state of Missouri, Brian, Dr. Brian Thompson, and he said that when he recognized how prevalent um, being sarcastic was, you know, in his school and the coaches being sarcastic with the boys and started to see how much that was hurting his kids in the school. He made it a point to put a stop to sarcasm. And he said, and I was one of the biggest culprits because, you know, as guys, we think, hey, we're joking, we're laughing, we're being sarcastic with our teammates, we're trying to build that relationship. But the reality of it is where those kids' brains are and their brain state development, they can't really separate that sarcasm from, wow, he's really judging me and critiquing me and condemning me. And I'm going to laugh and go with it because I know everybody's laughing right now, but I'm going to go home and think about that tonight. And it's going to shift how I think about myself, how I maybe choose to show up the next day, things I try to contribute. 
You know, if I have an idea and I share it and I get sort of demeaned or humiliated all in the name of sarcasm and joking around, you're going to start shutting your people down. And that's huge for our high schoolers and our in our college guys and girls, right? This isn't just a boy boy thing. I work predominantly with young men, so that's a, a default for me. But I don't want you to think this is just a young man thing, um, because it's it's important across the board. But even you know, if you're sitting around a, a board meeting and you ask for ideas, and somebody gives you an idea and you shoot it down, or say, well, you know, how 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 much you actually think that's going to work, or I would really think about it in a different way. Okay, that person right there, they might be really strong and be able to process that differently, but everybody sitting around them just goes, oh, note to self, if so-and-so asks a question and you're the first one to give an answer, he might jump all over you and attack and tear apart your idea. Eh, I think I'm going to avoid that and just keep my little mouth shut. That is a surefire way to create avoidance motivation in your team members, and you're going to lose great creativity, great ideas, right? great opportunity to collaborate as a team toward a better decision. So be very, very mindful about your reactions to people when they are courageous enough to put something forward in front of you when you ask for it. Now let's think about, well, then how do I build it, right? Okay, I see that. I see how that can destroy it. I need to get better at not doing those things, at being more consistent in how I show up every day, right? AKA not being moody. And then I need to be very, very mindful about how I respond and react to my team members when they put ideas forward. Um, What's another way that I can build Well, you can celebrate hard work, right? Celebrate people that demonstrate your core value. Celebrate successes, right? But the process that goes into the success. So celebrate the process, not the outcome, right? Coach Kelly does an incredible job of this in terms of helping guys understand like, you know, you're working incredibly hard and that's why we're getting these results. Look at the time and the effort that you've put in in the weight room and this is why we're getting such phenomenal results um, in terms of your body transformations, in terms of your weight outputs, right? All of those things. So you celebrate the process, not the outcome. If we celebrate hard work and the demonstration of those core values, then we start to replicate, hey, people are starting to approach their day, their work, their effort in alignment with our organizational values, um, et cetera. And that's a really powerful way to help you grow that. So three, um, so your mindset training for this week to help you write, develop your own sense of approach motivation is I want you to think about what are three things that you want people to say about you right now, right now in the worlds and the spaces that you live in, what are three things that you want people to say about you now? And then, okay, so that's awesome. But again, just like last week, we talked about outcome goals and process goals. So this week, right, you've got three things that you want people to say about you, how you want to be known right now. But then I want you to get one action for each of those that you can take this week to be that man or that woman. It's great to talk about it, but let's go out and be about it. And the way to increase our probability of being about it is to be very clear in the action that we are going to take to be that type of man, be that type of woman, be that type of leader, that type of student, that type of athlete, that type of competitor, that type of parent, that type of community leader. Whatever it is you're doing, be great at it and be it with intention right here, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an honor and a pleasure being with you today. I hope you have an amazing week. Enjoy this Labor Day. Uh, Take some time to reflect on all the work that you've put in. Celebrate that process, right? And then create action for the next steps to go out and be who it is you want to be today and be mentally tough. 
This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment, coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players, their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www.brightviewmedical.com.